Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. A new farming survey has found that 87% of farm owners in Ireland are male. Now, it doesn't exactly uh, indicate a balanced or fair approach to inheritance or succession uh, planning in the agricultural sector. Now, thankfully, a lot is changing for women in most other industries, but farming remains the outlier, remains in the doldrums where uh, gender equality is concerned. Well, uh, joining me on the line in just a moment uh, to discuss this, I'm going to be talking to Louise Crowley, who's a full-time farmer. But before that, I'm joined on the line by Catherine Gallagher, National President of the uh, Irish Shows uh, Association. Uh, Catherine, good afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Live. Good afternoon and thank you for giving me this opportunity. Now, when I read that 87% of farm owners uh, in Ireland are male, that sounds like something from the Dark Ages. Yes, you're right there. But I suppose the biggest barrier is inheritance. You know, women really are not considered as successors. So looking at uh, who might take over the family farm, you know, you know, so um, it was always the son that was there, you know. Uh, but I want to say to you, my case, I was I uh, I inherited the family farm, you know, and back in the day, it's not today or yesterday, you know. But I didn't have any brother, and possibly that could have been the reason. Oh, know, right, because there was uh, there were yeah. no boys in your family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I suppose I was one of the. the I'm in the minority. I suppose the percentage you're talking about there of women, you know, that may inherit farms or work family farms as an occupation you know on that but uh, but uh, you know that would be you know a partly one reason and then the cash investment is high and it's not attractive for women why not why is it not attractive for women well, I think they have to inherit the family farm, you know. It's going to cost an awful lot of money there, you know, capital investment. You know, women may not, you know, be able to to, to afford that. You know, that's the way I, I view it anyway, right or wrong, you know. And the other one is the reproductive cycle, you know, maybe out, you know, you know, out of active work for, for you know, women. It's very physical work for nine months and there may be no maternity leave for, for them. And no, but it, you, you, you don't have you to know. physically work on a farm constantly in order to own the farm. Oh, you can own the farm, yeah, but the, the, the owning and the working of it, if you want I suppose you can rent it out. You can do those things with it. But if you are working the farm, you know, you know, you you will be working the farm. Most people do work farms, you know, and that, you know, and um, but uh, you know, there is physical work attached to it, you know, as such. You know, it's not, it's not as simple as in the kitchen making a cup of tea or something like that, or baking a soda cake. Okay, let me ask you then, why is it yeah. uh, so hard to attract women to farming? Uh, because if I look at many, many other industries, women have been attracted into uh, professions that would be um, stereotypically male professions, but no longer. Why is farming still the outlier? Oh, well, I th- Maybe, uh, you know, there might be that, uh, you know, in my opinion, maybe I'm right wrong on this one. Um, if, if the, you know, to make a living out, you know, in today's world, you know, you have to look at that part. But a lot of uh, farmers are uh, substituting it with a part-time work, uh, you know, as well as part-time farming or maybe working full-time, 
you know, and that can be, uh, you know, a part of the reason maybe that they don't go into it, you know, and that, and it's, you know, it is time consuming when you are uh, rearing children and that, you know, and you may not be able to give it your, your, your full focus. You know. Okay, but let me talk to uh, a lady who is a full-time farmer. Her name is uh, Louise, and she joins us here on Lunchtime Live. Um, Louise, farming is in your, your blood. Um, you're a third-generation uh, farmer, and your grand-aunt bought the farm. Is that right? Yes, uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, um, I'm third-generation. I suppose we're one of the, the rare family farms where two out of the three generations are women. And it was my grand-aunt that uh, made the step and decided to go farming. They're originally from Cork City. There was no farming background there, but they decided to go for it. And let me find out for you, you're, you're full-time since uh, 2018 in farming. What got you interested in uh, devoting all of your, your time and energy to it? Well, I would have always been very involved as a child in around the cows and milking and standing in gas. So. It was always a, a no-brainer for me. I wanted to go farming and it was going to be the end goal. Um, I did think about when I was in college, maybe going down the teaching route or doing something else, but I always wanted to end up in the farm and be part of the farm's history you know, and bring it on for the next generation. So and do you, do you know many other women who are full-time farmers? I know lots of women that are full-time farming but they wouldn't be the landowner. So there is an awful lot of women. Like Women have been the backbone of Irish farming for generations. They just weren't seen as the boss or the owner. There's calf rarers, relief milkers, farm managers, lots of women, even in veterinary, loads of women, but they're not seen as the boss or they're not inheriting the farm. That is the step that is missing in mm. Irish agriculture. And it, 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 like I said in my introduction, it seems so antiquated in uh, 2022 that 87% of farm owners in Ireland are, are male. A lot of that, I'm assuming, is to do with the, the older generation wanting to keep it in the, the, the family name and therefore daughters are overlooked. Is that part of the problem here? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's something I hear all the time. But look, the farming is moving on with the times too like myself you know if I was to get married I'd probably change my name but the farm doesn't have to change either um we're gone into a company so the farm has its own identity so you know keeping the family name isn't really you know a, a big issue nowadays on farms okay so do do you see this uh, statistic changing over time in other words are the are the attitudes um of current farm owners changing towards the inheritance of that farm? Yes, they are starting to change. Look, there is a lot of women out there that are being vocal about it and trying to change this perception, you know, that it should be uh, the son or the nephew or that inherits it, keep it in the, you know, the, keep it in the family. But, like, we're now, um, you know, we're, we're now in a generation where we have to start looking at the person that should inherit the farm should be based on capability and nothing else. Because there's lots of men that inherited farms and they were not the right choice for it. Mm. There was daughters, there was nieces overlooked with genuine interest and would have taken that farm on to the next step and made it, you know, improved it. But it was given to the eldest son or given to the son 
and within a couple of years it was probably sold or it was rented out to somebody else. And look, I'd prefer to see uh, the, the daughter running the farm and actually have the family involved in running the farm than renting it out and letting somebody else's family be farming it. Because I, I, I was reading somewhere that uh, that some farm owners would rather auction the farm and let it go out of a family altogether than to give it to their daughter. That, I, I find that just extraordinary. And it does happen, and I still hear about it, um, that there's farms sold from under a daughter that was willing to give up her career or go into farming, but the parents just weren't for it. Okay, so obviously the message needs to get out there to farm owners that it doesn't have to be a son or a nephew. Um, The person who inherits a farm just has to be capable of running that farm. Exactly. Look, there's a generation there that viewed it that farming wasn't a place for a woman. You go back 20, 30 years ago, it was a much more physical job. There was less machinery, there was less technology. It was very laboursome. So I could see that element, you know, the, the women were still doing the calves and they were milking the cows because it wasn't heavy work. But you had out in the fields and you had labour some and the, the heavy lifting jobs. That has been greatly reduced now in modern day farming. We have machinery, we have technology, we have ways and means um, that makes uh, women can do everything now in a farm. OK, let me ask you then finally, Louise. I said that 87% of farm owners in Ireland are male, 13% therefore are are female. How long do you think it'll take before we get to anything like a 50-50 level? Oh, at the rate we're going and at the rate of turnover and inheritance on farms, I can't see it happening in the next 10-15 years. But once we see an increase every year, it's going to be going in the right direction and that's what we need to see. All right, Louise, thanks very much indeed uh, for joining us. And Catherine Gallagher, uh, the national president of uh, the Irish Shows Association. So as we said, uh, you know, in in a country, in an economy, in a world uh, that is much more equal between the sexes than it ever has been, uh, it is shocking to uh, hear those sorts of uh, statistics about farming. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.